Welcome back again to PCA 2023 here in the Venetian Expo in Las Vegas, Nevada. We're here sitting down with the two fine gentlemen that have started a, a an incredibly wonderful brand that we're sitting here smoking some cigars uh, from them. Yes, it is Hooten Young. I've got Norm Hooten and Tim Young sitting here to my left and we're here to talk a little bit about their brand. Gentlemen, thank you so much for the honor of speaking with you today. Well, thank you. Thanks for being here today. Um, what, how do you want to start this off? Can we take this from you? You can take it. Oh, I can take it. So, what do you want to know from us? Tell us a little bit about the brand. Well, Norm, you go ahead. Stick. Okay, I'll always get to start first, but uh, um, really, Tim is the, the brain trust behind it. But uh, we're relatively new. We started in uh, 2018 and kind of by an accident. We started, uh, uh, we, we met in the early or mid 2000s started smoking cigars, drinking whiskey together. The longer we knew each other, the more we smoked and the more we drank. And then uh, at some point, we wanted to share the experience of it with, uh, with some friends of ours at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. So um, we uh, got with a, a buddy of ours in Orlando. We uh, had 300 cigars hand-rolled. We drew up a logo for them ourselves on a cocktail napkin after about half a bottle of whiskey. And we took an H and a Y and, and put a dagger through it and then uh, um, sent that off to a local printer, had it, some cheap bands printed up, labeled those uh, uh, hand-rolled cigars, and I think they were uh, Figurados, I think, they were, if I'm not mistaken, and sent 300 cigars up to Fort Bragg, North Carolina to, uh, um, to the guys that were celebrating the 25th anniversary of Operation Gothic Serpent, which was uh, the mission in Mogadishu, Somalia. A lot of people know what it's Black Hawk Down. And um, it started out so simple as a gift. And we um, uh, uh, yeah. started, yeah, we started getting um, requests after that event. We started getting emails and phone calls that, hey, I wasn't there. I really want one of those cigars. Or I was there, got a cigar, I'd like to buy a box. Or I'm a friend of a friend of a friend, and I would like to buy a box. And I think in about uh, two or three weeks' time, we had several hundred uh, orders for boxes of cigars, and we weren't in the cigar business. We were just in the cigar smoking business. Um, but um, the demand was so high, we decided to to make one type of cigar. It was called the Operation Gothic Serpent 25th Anniversary, and then sell it to help raise money for uh, the All Ranks Fund up at the guys of Fort Bragg, North Carolina. And then not long after that, I had another buddy of ours call us and say, hey, uh, you know, you got D-Day coming up. I've got a relative who was a D-Day. Are you guys going to make a D-Day cigar? We thought, well, you know, we could. So, and it just kind of took off from there. But it really started out as us giving back to the veterans community. Um, and even more simple than that, it started out as two friends enjoying each other's company with a cigar and a whiskey on the back porch. And I'll turn over well, to Tim. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to go back a little bit because what you did, everybody asks us, how did you meet Norm Hooten? And they asked, somebody said, hey, I want to introduce you to Norm Hooten. And I said, well, why? Okay, who's Norm Hooten? They said, well, you see Black Hawk Down. I said, no, I never saw it. And I said, uh, then they said something about their his kid was at West Point. And I said, well, my kid's at West Point. So we actually met one day for breakfast on a Saturday morning. And uh, I looked at this guy and I said, God, I know this guy. But I, I don't think I met him, but I know this guy. And the more that we started talking... You know, he's from Texas. I'm from Texas. We went to the same camp together at Lakey in uh, Texas. We have his sister went to Baylor, which my wife and I went to Baylor. It was just so coincidental. And then to top it off, to find out his mother's maiden name was Young. 
And so it was such a weird effect on somebody that I'm like going, never met him, but I, I feel like I'd known him for years. And so then we became really good friends. We're, kind, we're very opposite, but we're not. But one thing we had in common, our kids were at West Point, we love the military, and two is that we just love cigars and whiskey. And so we actually started our first cigar, and I'm going to tell you, our first cigar we smoked together was a Monte Cristo White Series. And number two. Monte Cristo number two White. Number two, white. That's correct. And, uh, and then what happened was I'd bring over some Buffalo Trace or some Blantons and whatever and that sort. And we did that for, I don't know, a couple of years. And then this whole thing with the anniversary came up, and I said, yeah, we're going to do it. Well, when we started having to do the orders, this was interesting, is that I went to my wife. I said, hey, sweetheart, I, I said, we're going to invest in some cigars. You know what she said? She said, uh, if you don't sell them, you're going to smoke them. And I said, well, look at, you, look at you, we're that's good a, with that's that. A, that's a that's a win-win. Sounds fair. So then the next thing that happened was we did the, the whole series. You actually started with the Gothic Serpent uh, deal. We didn't even know how to do a box. It was just crazy. I mean, you got two novice guys here. We love cigars. And then we started going through another box, the Overlord, which my dad was in World War II. So it was kind of a, it was kind of his friend and my dad and so forth. I said, hey, we had a lot more in common here. And so we kept on growing with that. Well, a couple years later, he said, hey, let's get in the whiskey business. I said, what the, are we getting in the whiskey business? And what do I know about it? Well, I kind of know somebody. I knew a guy, his name is George Milios. He's a master sama at Disney Springs, known for 35 years. And I said, called him up, hey, George, will you be interested in helping us out, whatever. Ultimately, um, you know, it's funny because it was a small story that is that George couldn't get anybody to return his calls. So I go on LinkedIn and I found the president of the whole company. The guy says, gives me a, a message back and he says, we're interested in selling to you. We end up getting the vice president of the whole plant to be our rep. And so we went to MGP. We end up uh, tasting a lot. We well, probably more than we have because we we had a hard time getting out of there. Uh, but uh, it was a great time, and we end up in the whiskey business simultaneously. So you kind of skated over something here. The name Hooten, like you said, sounds familiar to everything. And someone said, "Have you seen Black Hawk Down?" I don't want to skate over this. Because I know this part of the story, and I think it would be really great to share. So why would someone who's seen the movie Black Hawk Down and Hooten, why would those two things ring a bell? Yeah, uh, 30 years and 30 pounds ago, uh, you know, when I was in the Army, I was uh, a team leader in a special mission unit that was part of Task Force Ranger that uh, went to uh, Mogadishu, Somalia in uh, the summer of 1993. And our mission was to uh, uh, kill or capture uh, a warlord there who was uh, who was named Muhammad uh, uh, Adi. Fire Adi. Muhammad Fire Adi. And um, uh, so it ended up being a series of missions that lasted several months over this period of summer, culminating with our final mission there on October 3rd, which was uh, to go in and capture um, most of his executive staff at a, at a meeting that they were having in the middle of a city at a place called the Bakara Market, also known as the Black Sea region of, of Mogadishu. Um, it was really, really, uh, we knew it was dangerous going in there. It was, we called it Indian country because it was, there was no friendlies there for us. It, we were going to be um, just a small assault force going right into the, to the heart of the enemy, uh, capturing those guys and bringing them out. And it was supposed to be about a 30-minute operation, and it ended up as, lasting more than 24 hours. It was uh, the biggest uh, uh, gunfight 
in the U.S. military history since the Battle of Way in Vietnam. And um, um, so it was a big deal. It was all over the news and everything else. Um, a lot of people look at it as a, as a failed mission. I see it as a, a series of very successful missions, but they were difficult missions because we went in to, to capture some people and we got a couple helicopters shot down, so we had to go out and do conduct search and rescue operations. Then we had to do uh, medevacs and all that stuff. So it was just a series of one bad thing after another that happened, and, and Task Force Ranger did a really, really good job at adapting, overcoming on the, on the battlefield and coming out of there alive. And there were most organizations in the world would have lost everybody in that battle had they had they gone in there. In fact, other friendly units from uh, other countries had gone in there and lost entire tank companies and stuff in that very same spot that we were in. Um, but uh, that's the association with it. There was a character in the movie uh, known as Hoot, and um, it's uh, it was based roughly on some of my actions there. But truthfully, played by Eric Bana. It played by Eric Bana. But truthfully, that character was a was an amalgamation of uh, several characters at different places on the battlefield and uh, of course keep in mind it was a movie made for entertainment so there were several several guys exploits that were that were memorialized to that one character but just so happened to take on on uh, my, my last name you know when any time Hollywood gets involved obviously there are certain liberties taken but I think one of the principles that was really you talked about a lot of successes within this quote-unquote failed mission one of the successes I think that uh, that can be demonstrated was the fact that the, the, the very principle of never leaving people behind and while you guys were trapped in a terrible situation and everything, uh, of course you and your fellow comrades were able to work together as a team to bring as many people home as possible and even though it was a what I'm sure was a harrowing experience, um, it was a collaboration of teamwork and working together to ultimately achieve success uh, and uh, bring and bring everybody home yeah they, they were an amazing group of, of uh, people that were assembled uh, for that mission on that battlefield you know um, we had a lot of uh, guys from Bravo Company third third range battalion um, uh, that were there that were young 18 19 20 year old young men we had uh, uh, pilots from Task Force 160th. We had, of course, our special mission unit contingent there. We had Navy SEALs there. And um, I, I look back on it, and I don't think that uh, I could be more proud of any group of people I've ever worked with in my life than I was to be associated with those men. Um, and, and a lot of them went on to, to do great things after that op operation. The guys went on to become surgeons and lawyers and, and uh, um, you know, uh, uh, businessmen at the highest level and I was just very very proud to to be associated with that group of people you know just hearing part of the story and seeing those words underneath Hoot and Young on your shirts made to remember we can see why these cigars uh, mean and the names behind them uh, mean so much to you all personally uh, Tim I'll turn the mic back over to you to talk a little bit about how 30 years after this experience and you all uh, ultimately started this friendship and uh, what became a partnership uh, why was it important for you to, uh, and you talked about how your families are also military and everything as well, why, why was it important for you to honor this part of your family and your individual lives? Well, at the end of the day, I mean, we were here because of the military and what they've done for us. And so what it is, is we're, we're not takers, we're givers. And our deal is how do, we, how do we provide a revenue cycle or a system that would actually help others do it as well? And maybe not in cigars or whiskey, but we could contribute to their program. 
we uh, give back to the Folds of Honor, we give to uh, to other programs for the Unifun and so forth, but it's to help the kids. We might do it in whiskey or cigars or actual cash. But Norm and I don't take any cash and we're not salaried. We only have three and a half, or actually three part-time employees. And what we do is we put our money back into the product and we put it into veteran programs. Uh, so we're always about, it's not about us. Made to remember those who are currently serving and actually those who have fallen. And so we are very deep-hearted in make sure that the success of the company is also the success of those who are around us as well. So we are very family-oriented people. And uh, uh, we, uh, somebody said to me today, she said, uh, What's, what is Hooten Young? I said, we're integrity. We're all about the integrity base of our company. And so uh, I would really tell you that the truth, it might be good or bad, but guess what? That's the way we try to treat everybody. So, um, uh, you know, basically that's the bottom line. Don't you think, Norm? Yeah, for sure. And I think Made to Remember sums it up uh, pretty well. We came up with that motto early on uh, when we met. We asked each other, one, what we wanted to do and why why we were doing it. And the simple answer is we do every, everything that we do is made to remember something or someone, either a group of people or a battle or a piece of equipment that um, that uh, men and women of the U.S. Armed Forces can relate to. So um, um, we're, we're, we're very committed to our mission of, of memorializing the exploits of, of some really, really fantastic people and some uh, people that uh, allow us as Americans to live the lives that we live. Well, one of the effects is when we go to actually to like, uh, we go to a liquor store and we have lines of people who want us to sign autographs and so forth. It's amazing where I have seen women come up to him that he has saved and, and, and knowing that Norm doesn't realize that what he's done but it's ha has happened, where they just honor him on what they have done for th their families and so forth. Uh, there's an instance in the uh, in the Black Hawk Down deal where there was two soldiers that barricaded the down and they had no ammo and so forth. And he pops up, gives them their ammo, gives them direction to go. Of course, he sends them out why he goes towards the fight. That's the kind of guy he is. He's always there to go forward. And uh, it's one thing that's amazing about Norm. Uh, and continuing on with Norm also too, you know, after 9-11, you were part of the Air Marshal training program, right? Yes, I was. I, I retired in um, August of 2001 and then um, was going to go to pharmacy school in, in North Carolina and then got recalled on 9-11 and was uh, detailed out to the U.S. Air Marshals to help train uh, recruit, select, and train uh, the new uh, Federal Air Marshal candidates uh, right after 9/11. So I did that for about eight years, and then and then went on to work in Jordan for the King of Jordan at uh, uh, the King of Dulles Special Operations Training Center, and then long way home, went back to pharmacy school after all that was over with. So it's uh, so been a long, long. Uh, winding road, but uh, I'm, I'm where I need to be. But you know, that leads into where we are today. You know, the reason why we did this, all the cigars and whiskey is because, well, we both love cigars and whiskey, but it brought people together. You know, we've lost this way of communication. When we were, when people were communicating by phone or watching TV or whatever, but having people sit around smoking cigars and be able to talk about their life and what they went through and so forth, it's an impact for all of us. I understand that. I mean, because we don't realize, because some people just don't talk until you're among same or similar yoke minds, if you get my drift. And so it is uh, very uh, important for us to kind of continue that effort. Uh, now, there's another thing about Hooten Young is that we're growing so fast that 
we're now having to hire people. So it's been like, okay, so how do we do that? How do we hire people? How do we do the, you know, the marketing? And so, yes, we are not a perfect company. Well, we it's all about trial and error. I mean, a lot of things, but we were continually trying to be a better company every day. It's a new trial. Well, in conclusion today, gentlemen, I think the thing that we can focus on is that uh, it's more, like you said, you brought more than cigars to the PCA trade show this year. You brought more than cigars to the industry. You bring uh, not just one story, but a collection of stories that need to be remembered, if we keep using. Uh, Our new cigar? Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the newest release from Houghton Well, the funny thing, is, or ironic enough, is on October 3rd, 1993 is when the Battle of Mokadushu uh, started and uh, and we celebrated the 25th anniversary with our very first cigar when Norm did the celebration there and it's not a celebration the commemorative of or honor in of the 19 soldiers that died that day and he did that um, five years ago this October 3rd we have a 30th anniversary uh, cigar that we have uh, we have a special guy his name is Eladios Diaz from DR he's making he made our cigar and I gotta tell you, it is off the freaking chain. Even though I love them all, like kids, the last one's always the best. And uh, so uh, we're excited to have that out. We're also coming out with the 30th anniversary for our six-year-old rye. That'll be coming out the same day as well. So what do you think, Norm? Yeah, no, awesome. I, I'm real proud of this cigar. It's our first first release from the Dominican Republic. Um, really, really honored that Eladio Diaz looked at the project and said, you know, I want to be a part of it. And he uh, developed the the cigar and and actually um, paired it with our with our whiskey. So really, really proud of it. Give it a, give it a try. Um, I had my first shot at smoking it yesterday when it arrived. I should have smoked it six months ago, but Tim was holding out on me. Wouldn't give me the prototypes. But, uh, but yeah, but it's outstanding. And um, and thanks for stopping by and and uh, and and absolutely. Hey, it's a huge pleasure to sit down with you gentlemen and just, I mean, we're only scratching the surface and the story of what is becoming the story of Hooten Young and uh, we do appreciate it. And with names like Eladio Diaz, I know you partner with Jeff Borswitz of Corona Cigar as well. He's a very prominent retailer that supports this industry well. And so when he brings you in, that is a, that is a huge nod of support. Uh, he doesn't do that for everybody. It's something that he believes in and uh, it's easy to see why he believes in you two gentlemen and what you're trying to do. So. And they sell both our cigars and whiskey there. I, I believe it. I think Jeff, if I remember correctly, I think Jeff has an affinity for whiskey, so that makes sense. <laughs> Just a little bit. So uh, it's my pleasure to sit down with you, gentlemen. Thank you so much for sharing some time. We know you're incredibly busy, and for you to continue to share your story and, and for take a few moments with us, it's been fantastic. So uh, from the Cigar Coop Coalition to Norm Hooten, Tim Young, we really appreciate it. And uh, thank you, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate it. We'll see you later. Honor to meet you guys. I'll tell you this.